0: Hi, welcome to today's Ask Austin. Today I'm speaking to Ruth from Mayflower Bespoke Jewellery about making jewellery, artisanry and changing careers. This episode of Ask Austin is presented in conjunction with Artisanry Co. A marketplace and community for artisans, crafters and artists, taking care of the business side of the creative process. To find out more, go to www.artisanryco.co.uk Hi Ruth, how are you today?
1: I'm fine, thanks, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm excellent, thank you. It's so good. you are the owner of Mayflower Bespoke Jewellery. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Yeah, so I um, I make silver and gold jewellery. Um, I sort of have a focus on bespoke pieces. That's my That's my aim for this year, to focus on bespoke pieces. Um, but I also do workshops as well, which obviously has been hit slightly at the moment. Lots of um, lots of workshops being rescheduled. Um, but yeah, I make jewellery and I work by myself, which is lovely. It's career change from um, being a teacher. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a big uh, change. Yeah, so um, it was a big change, but it's been really good. But that's why I like the workshops, because as much as I like working by myself and not having 36-year-olds talking <laughs> Um, I like the company as well. Yeah. So and I still like teaching. So when I can get those back up and running, that'd be Brilliant. that'd be
0: great. So do you have a workshop at home that you you, you work out of?
1: And I'm really lucky I have I have a workshop. I, I just moved it, moved in, moved in, in January. Um I'm in at the moment in a we've got a garden room, so this this was going to be my working space, but right. I won't flip the camera and stuff. But if I could you would see that my working space now has a TV. A pool table, but the camera's <laughs> and a drunket and a keyboard in it. So I was getting squashed into this tiny little space, yeah. doing workshops with people and having to kind of butch around the tables and things. So um, uh, the opportunity of a workshop came up via a friend. I wasn't really looking for one, but I thought I'll go and look, and it's like going to look at a puppy because you can't yeah. say no. To- good good stuff so you talked
0: about um running courses and training programs and stuff have you done anything online at all have you done any online videos or online training or
1: Uh, for other people yeah no i haven't because as we'll probably come on to in other questions i have a big case of imposter syndrome right and although I don't think I actually ever realised quite how much I've, le- I've learned because obviously this is a career change, it's not. I didn't go to university to do this and haven't been doing it for years. So, But I did do an Instagram Live in my um, bid to push myself this year. I did yep. an Instagram Live. Um, and I, I kind of thought that most of the people watching were, were jewellers, actually, other jewellers. Um, and I think it was about 50-50. But afterwards I had contact from a couple of jewellers asking me about things that I'd done, or advice for things and it sort of made me think oh yeah. maybe maybe I know it a little tiny tiny weeny bit that I could share with other people so yeah, yeah the trouble with with jewellery is um I, I'd be quite happy to teach beginners do a beginners like make a ring or yeah. but people need equipment yeah so and I don't do beading and those sorts of things mm. that people wouldn't need a training course in any way particularly I so, oh, um, just I
0: just wondered obviously you know obviously you can't deliver face-to-face training at the moment I just wondered if there was anything you could do online that would help people but, but as you say it's so I guess it's so specialized that you do need the equipment and if you don't yeah, have it it's really gonna work.
1: yeah yeah, yeah. No? I just suppose there must be an opportunity for people who are like I was three or four years ago I've got some of the equipment yeah but I, I don't quite know what to do with it so yeah, yeah maybe that's something I could think about
0: yeah are we expansion to the business yeah so, yeah no absolutely so obviously you talked about bespoke so i guess clients come to you and say right i want a ring and give you a bit of a brief how do you come up with your ideas what inspires you
1: well that's kind of twofold because i do i'll, t- I'll answer the bespoke part first um Remind me if I forget to answer the second. <laughs> um, for bespoke, I, I like to chat with people and uh, quite often people will come and they'll have an idea. Yeah. So we'll talk about it. And sometimes things don't work practically. Just as before I started making jewellery, I would think, oh, I'll have this. And then it might not hang properly or it, there might mm. be a a, a a manufacturing issue with something that I'll be able to talk people through so that the ideas will change slightly. Yeah. Also have people who come and say, I just want something to commemorate this, and I've got no idea. I had a lady come to me; she wanted some. Um, she's got a, a necklace that her um, late husband used to wear, and she wanted something making for her twin's twenty-first birthday, which is coming up, including a little bit of the gold and including some of his ashes, which is not something I usually do, actually. But she didn't have a. She didn't know what she wanted, so she had a look through some of the things I'd already done, and we talked about what they were going to be used for, who was going to be wearing them, how practical they had to be, um, did she want the rings making? Um, and we came up with a design between us. So that's often for the bespoke. By talking to people, you can kind of actually pull out what they want, even yeah. though they think they um, um, But for, But I do like making pieces for, not for myself, I can't oh. keep everything, but for sale on my website. Yeah. Um, and things, I just get inspiration from all over. I, I'm, I'm a bit annoying on holiday my husband and the kids or dogs will be down the beach and I'll be taking a photograph of a nice pattern in the sand or a yeah. interesting doorway or a fishing net or something Brilliant. so yeah over the place really good good excellent yeah.
0: and you're obviously part of the artisanry uh, website so how, how did you get involved in that um
1: they contacted me actually from instagram mm-hmm. um which is a bit of a wake-up call. is the fact that I kind of put stuff in and have a little chat with people and you forget actually how many people are seeing your things. That's been a real learning curve for me. Um, I had about 200 followers in January and then I took part in a um, business boot camp with a, um, a dual, a dual, the Jewel Academy, so Jewel Support Group, yeah. and, and took on board their social media tips and things and it's, it's grown really fast and I guess our I must have, I don't know found me on instagram they approached me um and i had a chat and i had a chat with andy the posture of leaf as well yeah. um just because i didn't know anything about them and yeah. he said yes they sound kosher <laughs> and then um, i'm impressed actually yeah, yeah. really because cool. i like the like the um the training that you did as well it, it's just it's nice and compact and i haven't got to put an hour and a half to one side for it
0: yeah it's absolutely pretty- Yeah, and I think especially at the moment when we have got a wee bit more time, um, it's a good chance to catch up with training and and certainly look at things like your marketing. And and that's something I keep saying to people, you know, now is the time to really push your marketing. Um, Something that I've been doing is trying to plan out my social media posts for a month in advance. And, yeah. and tools to just schedule them so that they automatically go out. Um just saves a lot of time rather than thinking every day, right, what can I post? Because I guess, and, and you'll know this, but the, the whole thing about social media is being consistent and not posting once every two weeks, you know, yeah. posting three or four or five times a week because people start to expect that. Um, Instagram's a funny one. I've, I've found Instagram really hard to break, Um facebook's been a lot easier for me but i guess it's it depends on what you do obviously your your products are really visual and you can take nice pictures of them and um, so that that lends itself well to, to instagram and for me obviously video is becoming more and more popular on, on instagram so it's just about trying to push that but i have found it quite a tough nut to crack um yeah in terms of you how, how did you Get into the jewellery. Obviously you mentioned you were a teacher. Have you always been interested in, in making jewellery or did you just kinda of um, go
1: into it? Not not jewellery in particular. I was quite um I really enjoyed art at school, but I only took it to GCSE level because I was quite academic. So in those days you didn't I didn't have a burning desire to do any arts. Mm-hmm. i w didn't have a burning desire to do anything in particular, but I was academic so I got pushed in that direction so I didn't right. take further. Um, so I always used to enjoy doing displays and things, making my classroom look beautiful. Yeah. Um, but didn't really, to be honest, I didn't have time for anything else. Um, and then I had two children, so really didn't have time for anything else. Yeah. Um, and I just, my school was brilliant. I worked out, like, my colleagues were amazing. I loved them to bits, but you know, the profession had changed and you don't need to go into all of that, but, but I was miserable. And um, a friend of mine who I met years and years ago in London, actually, when we were having babies together, um, she said, "Right, next time I talk to you, I want you to have done something for yourself because I think um, I was just moaning on about teaching." She said, "Try something different. Do some. So I looked on our local college website to see what night school classes they did, and this is me coming from a I wouldn't go. I'll go to the shops without somebody else. and do anything by myself. Just quite yeah, needed some company all the time. Yeah, and I thought, I'm going to do this. And I found a co- found two courses, one pottery and one jewellery. And jewellery was on a day that my husband could cover the kids. Right. <laughs> this is so tenuous. But, um, so I did the jewellery. And my my student card for the first uh, first semester of it, it's hilarious because I'm like that. Ah. Like, so,
0: so, <laughs> so happy.
1: Yeah. Um, and I started doing it, just loved it, and found that Wednesdays I'd wake up and think, yeah, it's Wednesday today, it's college today. Yeah. Um, and then I just got asked to make a few pieces and then a few more and i was juggling my husband being away with work kids getting to school teaching is not at all flexible in terms of what time you can turn up <laughs> um and in the end i was lucky enough that and my wages isn't paying the mortgage so i could step back a little bit and um, see how it went and it's
0: brilliant
1: yeah it's going really well yeah. it's
0: quite scary though eh? changing your career yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: especially sick. my whole syndrome that i was talking about before yeah, yeah.
0: Stepping out of that comfort zone, um, yeah. No, I admire people doing that because it takes a lot of balls to do that. Um, so, in terms of a normal day, not at the moment, but what does a normal day look like for you?
1: Well, I was thinking about this, and I think a normal day, there isn't a normal day, no, because it's because it's different, and it will be the same in your business as well. It's uh, the only normal bits are the getting up and the walking the dogs and the making tea and going, you know tidying up at the end of the day the middle bits are all different so um especially now i've got my studio as well so when i was working from home i probably would dip in and out of work a bit all day but now i have to sort of be a bit more careful and plan it because i've got a bit of a drive to my studio Mm -hmm. so i guess my normal day would be a mixture of i'll check my social media and stuff because i like to be responsive to messages i like to it it, it i don't like it if i if I comment on something and somebody doesn't give me a reply. So I like to treat other people in the way I would like to be treated. Yeah. So I'll check that first thing if you've got any, sorry, the dogs just joined me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, emails to catch up on or inquiries, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably head to the studio and do a bit of making. Um, you can only do that for so long. Cause it's, it's actually quite physically challenging on your hands. Your hands get tired. My eyes get tired.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, creatively I, get, I think you get to a point you're either in the zone for hours or you're just not feeling it yeah um, and so then i'll come home and do do all the paperwork bits that are the bits that the building the business with, that i find oh
0: that's that's the hard bit and i guess when you're making products that's the bit that tends to slip isn't it because yeah. the products make the money but then you yeah. the business in so it's very it's very difficult to get that
1: but balance. then at the same time with, with me having done this business boot camp thing, it's, it's shown me just how... I said I've never run a business before. I have no yeah. idea. so kind of feeling my way. I never didn't have a business plan, didn't have anything really. Mm. So it showed me all the things I, I should be doing and planning and financial planning and marketing, social media, all the rest of it, photography, etc. So I, I felt like I'd got the most enormous to-do list. So actually my making suffered for a while because I just, it was like I haven't got time to make anything. Cause I,
0: yeah. So
1: it just... Actually, lockdown has given me the opportunity to sort of step back a little bit and just try and get a bit more balance. In
0: yeah. There. yeah, I think if there's any good to come out of this, that that's one of the things um, from a business perspective um, is that you can reassess where you are and what your yeah. priorities are. I've certainly done that myself. Um, and hopefully coming out the other end, we'll all be better for it, you know. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, so an average piece of jewelry how long would it take you from sort of concept through to completion take a ring for example how long generally would that take you to make
1: well how long is a piece of string (laughs) yeah exactly so the ring the ring that i'm making in my artisanry video actually was oh there's a little tiny bit in the story behind that video i was about to clear my studio out to come home for lockdown the only i couldn't get my friend to come and do the video and he was supposed to be doing so my husband came, I was in a bit of a mood with him, to be honest, on that day, he wasn't being very helpful. <laughs> and he just couldn't see my vision and I wanted him to catch me looking all, you know, kind of hilariously casual and he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, so yes, yeah, so I made the most simple thing ever in the whole wide world. And I was a bit frustrated with myself afterwards because I can make so much more intricate things. And I wanted that on camera, but it yeah. just didn't happen. Way. So that ring I made on the video, Something like that—a simple hammered band, half an hour really? with, yeah, with including polishing and filing, etc. Um, but then some of the pieces that I've made recently. There's a piece um, that I posted last week on Instagram, actually, and it's a, it's a sort of a split shank. It's got tiny little molten balls of silver on, and then like a kind of chalice shape, and it's got 24 um, karat gold like inlaid into it. That mm. hours, you know, a lot, a lot longer. Yeah. Um, and and also there's there's the issue with um, hallmarking. We don't. I don't know if you know anything about hallmarking. I sure. certainly didn't. We can't hallmark ourselves. We can't do any of that. In America, you can. You have like, your own hallmark stamp. As far as I as far as I know, right. and you just hallmark your work as you go along. But we have to send any any silver over 7.78 grams or gold over one gram has to go to an assay office. There's four in the UK, so you have to send it to them pay them to do it, if you want them to do it quickly, it's, yeah. you know, a million pounds, it feels like that. Uh, and then wait for it to be sent back. Yeah. And you have to do it in a particular order if you're going to do it on the inside of a ring, it's got to be when the ring's flat or you have to pay for a different sort of punch. And so when you factor all things like that in, sometimes pieces can take weeks Yeah, and it's not working on it for weeks, it's just because of the order it has to be done in and the, the, the legal regulations of getting yeah. things all. Ah, that's yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no clue how long it would take, so that that's really interesting. You, <laughs>
1: well I didn't really give you an answer, did I? <laughs>
0: no, well we, well you did, you did, you did. You said sort of from half an hour to <laughs> weeks. Yeah,
1: weeks. <laughs> yeah. There you
0: go. <laughs> that's that's answered the question. Um, so obviously you mentioned your website. Do you do do you display work? Do you do kind of go to exhibitions or anything like that? Um I I have
1: been included been really fortunate to be included in a gallery reasonably local to us. Um, she has exhibitions four times a year, and I've been included in those. That was last year and this year, but obviously they've been shelved this year. So that's an exhibition and a sale chance for me. Okay. Um, I had applied to go into, um, there's an arts trail um, in Melbourne, which is quite close to us, Melbourne, Derbyshire, but, uh, um, and it's quite prestigious um, and a really nice event. I'd applied for that this year, it's been canceled. so at the moment um i don't display my work anywhere other than on my website yeah. and that's in the process of being completely changed um, my website currently doesn't I, this is partly what's holding me back on my marketing i need to push i want to push people to my website to see what i can do yes. but my website doesn't really work for me very well it doesn't work for the spoke pieces right there's functionality issues with it which i am not a web designer yeah. so um One thing that my training this year has helped me to identify is that I need to outsource some things. So I've outsourced it. I'm in the process of outsourcing it. So my website hopefully will be a much better showground for me than it is currently.
0: It's it's so important to have a good website, though. Um, I mean, I I, I do my own website, but I know a little bit about websites. But I think a lot of the time it makes sense to, because you see so many people building their own websites and, and, as you say, they just don't work. Um, but then there's that whole thing about it costs a lot of money to get a web designer in, but then you need to kind of understand, right, okay, if I spend a £1,000 on a website, that's going to bring me so much more business in if it's good. So yeah, it's-
1: Exactly. And, and I, I, I always try to, like I said, I try to treat my customers in the way I would want to be treated. And equally, I try to be honest with myself. If I if I look at my website and something's irritating me, then chances are it's irritated somebody else. Yes. And they might not have even got to the point of being irritated before they've just dropped off because the page hasn't loaded or the information is different in one place to another because it's because I've built it myself and I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm hoping all those things will be ironed out and then I can I can ramp things up a little bit. Good. Excellent.
0: So in terms of people want to follow you, find you, find the website, what's, what's the website address?
1: Um it's Mayfly Bespoke Jewellery. dot uk. Cool. Um, it was Mayfly Bespoke Silver, this is the third time I've mentioned imposter syndrome, which is which some uh, shrink would have something to say about, but when I first started I called myself Mayfly Bespoke Silver uh-huh. because I want anybody to ask me to do anything in gold because i never believed i would be able to do anything in gold right and then i started doing I did, i've done a couple of sets of wedding rings like it was really 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 sort of chuffed to be asked to do those and then so people were saying to those couples where well, did you get your wedding rings made and they yeah. were oh i thought she only did silver and it, it just got to the point where i was like oh, it does not really reflective of me." me yeah. so i changed it to jewelry um and hopefully that is more reflective that but the name the name actually comes from my um primary school I, the the pilgrim fathers came from the villages around where i live right uh, and obviously sailed to um america on the mayflower uh-huh. so mm. when i was looking at a, a, a again i didn't want to put my own name to it because i wasn't confident enough to have my it's just crazy now
0: but
1: I know here how it is but it was all about new adventures and new horizons and so that's how the name came about yeah, brilliant! excellent good
0: and you're on social media obviously you mentioned instagram yep. and um facebook.
1: instagram and facebook
0: yeah so we'll, we'll and pinterest up, pinterest as well yeah pinterest.
1: not well i'm only on there via artisanry blessing so right. far but um, okay. that's something that i need to look at yeah yeah up and coming platform
0: that's probably a good one for you mm. to on. yeah definitely yeah well listen ruth thanks very much for your time appreciate you're really busy so i i really appreciate you coming on hope you've enjoyed it and thanks again uh-huh.
1: thanks very much awesome. right, cheers. Nice
0: see you. bye thanks to ruth for the chat today if you're not already a subscriber subscribe below and turn on the notifications until the next time